0: Good morning. It is Friday, the 15th of September, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin today with our prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you.
1: I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you.
0: I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice.
1: Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son.
0: And the Holy Spirit. Today's entry is entitled, The Stunning Fellowship of Sharing in His Sufferings. Our text is Acts chapter 5, verses 33 to 42. Hear now the word of the Lord. When they heard this, they were furious and wanted to put them to death. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, who was honored by all the people, stood up in the Sanhedrin and ordered that the men be put outside for a little while. Then he addressed the Sanhedrin. Men of Israel, consider carefully what you intend to do to these men. Some time ago, Thutis appeared, claiming to be somebody, and about 400 men rallied to him. He was killed, all his followers were dispersed, and it all came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean appeared in the days of the census and led a band of people in revolt. He too was killed, and all his followers were scattered. Therefore, in the present case, I advise you leave these men alone. Let them go. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. His speech persuaded them. They called the apostles in and had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news
1: that Jesus is the Messiah. The word of the Lord. Now consider this, the gavel was falling. The sentence of
0: death was about to be pronounced. We were about to get our first dozen martyrs of the first church. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, who was honored by all the people, stood up in the Sanhedrin. One man, a minority report, and a Pharisee no less, persuaded a supermajority, the rest of the court of perhaps 23 men, to reverse course. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God.
1: With enemies like this, who needs friends, right? Right? That this one
0: man managed to persuade a raging court with such a short speech was itself a sign that the apostles' mission was from God and not of human origin. If ever there was a chance for the apostles to fail, it was here. The verdict was against all odds. Gamaliel plus the ascended
1: Lord Jesus Christ equals when? Gamaliel. Could he have been a covert agent of the kingdom? Maybe even a
0: double agent? We will hear about him once more before this story ends. It turns out he taught and trained the primary author of the New Testament, i.e. Paul. They called the apostles in and had them flogged. You know what that means. It's when they take a stick or a whip or a cat of nine tails, leather strands laced with shards of bone, pieces of metal, and other things that tear skin and gouge flesh, and beat you bloody. It brings this Holy Spirit-inspired word from the Apostle Paul to mind. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so
1: somehow to attain to the resurrection of the dead. This is that. These apostles were sharing in the fellowship of his sufferings. And there's that word, fellowship. You remember it. It
0: comes from the Greek word koinonia. Jesus was literally and physically with them through the Holy Spirit as they received the brutal blows of the flogging. In fact, When we read the testimonies of the martyrs, we find these are the scenarios where Jesus is most tangibly present. This is, quote, the fellowship, unquote, in all its fullness. And when it was over, did they go home licking their wounds, complaining and commiserating about this job they didn't apply for? Check this out. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted
1: worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Get this picture in your mind of the
0: fledgling band of apostolic brothers, freshly flogged, beaten, bloody, walking down the road. Heads lifted high, smiles on their faces, slapping first century high fives because they had been counted worthy of suffering
1: disgrace for the name. Wow. That's our team. That's our church. That's our fellowship. And every
0: time we suffer for doing good, directly or indirectly, he swells with pride and the spirit surges with
1: love and power. And remember the Sanhedrin's last words to them?
0: Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Look how that went. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming
1: the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. The prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I
0: am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness.
1: I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive
0: your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release
1: my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair.
0: I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. I receive the fellowship of sharing in your sufferings and release my fearful
1: self-protection. Come Holy Spirit. Transform my heart, mind, soul,
0: and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives
1: become your sanctuary for the glory of God our Father. Amen. And the question How do you think of the
0: fellowship of sharing in his sufferings. What might that mean for us who may not ever be flogged? How might we learn to reinterpret the sufferings we endure? How might we share in
1: the fellowship? How might we open ourselves to such a sacred honor? In the hymn today, we're going to sing
0: a Fanny Crosby hymn, number 591. I am thine, O Lord, number 591 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's
2: praise, 591.
0: We'll sing all four verses.
2: I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice, and it told thy love to me. But I long to rise in the arms of faith, and be closer drawn to thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where Thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to Thy precious bleeding side. O the pure delight of a single hour that before Thy throne I spend when i kneel in prayer and with thee my god i commune as friend with friend draw me nearer nearer blessed lord to the cross where thou hast died draw me nearer 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 blessed lord To thy precious bleeding side. There are depths of love that I cannot know. Till I cross the narrow sea. There are heights of joy that I may not reach. Till I rest in peace with thee. Draw me nearer. Nearer blessed lord to the cross where thou hast died draw me nearer 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 blessed lord to thy precious bleeding side
1: amen well that's friday and we're headed into the to the weekend
0: And uh, we'll have a Holy Spirit story for you tomorrow. But uh, what a hymn for today's reading,
1: today's text. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord,
0: to thy precious bleeding side, to the cross where thou hast died, to thy precious bleeding side, you know. I think I grew up with a just the the mental. I, I believe the the mentality of the church of of our place. At least I can say probably in North America. I can't say this for other places, but the mentality was that Jesus suffered so much in order that we wouldn't have to suffer um and that's false teaching i mean jesus actually suffered so that we could suffer with him that we could he died for our sins yes so that we could
1: live eternally now and forever but he didn't die to prevent us from having to suffer um, and and the thing is
0: is he reinterprets our suffering I, I've got to be careful here. I could go off way long on this, but um, I like the question we asked: how might we learn to reinterpret?
1: The sufferings we endure, and um this just this morning, you
0: know i was well, I was on a prayer call this week with a group uh, I call the Plow team, and uh, they pray for me, and one of them brought a word from Isaiah just that said the Lord brought that word to them today, and it was I don't have it in front of me, but it was maybe around Isaiah 30. I'm not sure. But it said, The Lord gives you the bread of affliction. No, the bread of adversity
1: and the water of affliction. I think, yeah, I get that. I feel like I've had about 10 years
0: of the bread of adversity and the water of affliction. And then. It said, and, and and he will, and he will, your teachers, it says your teachers will be hidden no longer. And that you will hear a voice behind you when you're walking along the way. And whether you go to the right or the left, the voice will say, this is the way. Walk in it. And there's something about sharing in the fellowship of his sufferings, the Bread of adversity and the water of affliction that really dials us into hearing his voice and to understanding his ways and his kingdom. I'm not claiming I'm there yet, I'm still like in third grade, I
1: think. But so, as I was praying just this morning, I just reheard
0: in my mind, in my spirit, a text I believe it's from Hebrews. Maybe it's chapter
1: 13 or 12, where it says, endure hardship as discipline.
0: Endure hardship as discipline. And that's the thing.
1: You know, my
0: hardship and my adversity and my affliction and my suffering, it's not been, you know, in front of the Sanhedrin getting flogged for preaching Jesus. In the temple
1: courts. It's not even close. Um, and yet there's a way that Jesus
0: can bring us into the fellowship of his sufferings in the midst of it and reinterpret our suffering as as that. I gotta close, guys. I'll see you on the field today. Get your seeds for the awakening. I'm JD Walt.
2: We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed.
0: Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at
1: seedbed.com wakeupcall.